You're listening to The Scoop, the show that gives you the inside story on South Stockport's independent businesses. Each week, we'll bring an interview with a local business owner. We will find out about their journey to independence and what they can offer to our community. As a resident and a business owner myself, I think it's important to give other local enterprise a voice and a platform to share their stories, challenges and importantly successes. And with so many local businesses, independents and entrepreneurs in Cheadle, Hume, Bramall and beyond, we can be sure to hear some exciting tales. This week we'll be hearing from Mandy Wong Ultram from FlexFit Personal Training. After a solid career as a graphic designer, Mandy decided to take the leap and pursue her passion in fitness. Little did I know that actually the training um, helped me more than just get me fit for my wedding. It also helped me so much mentally as well and it really helped me prepare for the fight with this property development company and it's made me not just physically but mentally stronger as well. Um, right then, Mandy. So what we always do is we start um, with with your journey, your business, um, and how you got to where you are today. Would you like to um, tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, of course. Well, I'll start with how I first got into fitness, first, okay. and then I'll go into how I set up my own business. But basically, um, going back to 2013, I was going through quite a lot of stress. I was actually working as a full-time designer. I was um, a web designer working for okay. like agencies around the Cheshire area. And um, obviously, it's a very high-pressure job, but one of the biggest um, stress that I had was actually an event that happened at my house where we basically purchased a new build property from plans about 10 years, 10 years before that. Mm -hmm. And what I ended up happening was a boundary wall collapsed and our house and gardens basically starting to slide down to a derelict chapel um because their ground was about six foot below so it was a really traumatic time for us and yeah i can imagine yeah we went through three three years legal battle with the property developers just trying to get them to take responsibility and um nobody really wanted to help us um the mp couldn't help the council wasn't interested because it was a private matter the property developers they went um they wouldn't admit liability for it so we ended up going through um the solicitors and it was a free it took three years to eventually get them to take responsibility and um pay out for the damage so during that time the three years i can like um i've always been going to the gym mm-hmm. um but i never really knew what i was doing um as sometimes I wouldn't go um so I actually hired a personal trainer for a couple of reasons um because I wanted to get fit and I was also getting married um that year so I wanted to look great in my wedding dress but Mm -hmm. um little did I know that actually the training um helped me more than just get me 
fits for my reading. It also helped me so much mentally as well. And it really helped me prepare for the fight with this property development company. And it's made me not just physically, but mentally stronger as well. So eventually we um, won the legal battle and um, inspired by my personal trainer, I decided to um, do my training course and um, just because it's, I was just completely inspired, it's basically changed my life. And I just decided to um, hand in my notice and just start <laughs> a new um, business um, wow. with no clients at all. Um, probably awesome. around about a month saving. Um, but I just kind of really wanted to be able to um, concentrate on it. Yeah. And I felt that's what I had to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, so you, I did. Did I, you have your qualifications by the time you get when you gave up your job? Did you? I did, but we were. Yeah. I basically handed my notice in around about. Um, I think I worked it out that I'd leave just before Christmas. I'd have the Christmas break off, and then I right. start my new business in January. So I did actually um, qualify, but I was still waiting for the certificate to arrive through the post. <laughs> Flipping heck, wow. And so this was, what was this, 2013, was it? No, this was um, 2017, January, when I started. 2017. 2013 was when we um, found out about the war. Ah, right, okay, cool. So 2017, and this, so it was January 2017 that you started out on your own. Yep. And so you hadn't worked in fitness at all before that? No, no, it's a complete change of career for me. So what did you do? How did you do it? How did you get to the position you're in today? Um, well, I guess because I, I used to be a designer. So that was the first thing was getting my branding right. Um, and mm-hmm. um, also use, just displaying myself um, in a really professional manner. Um, and I think I really do feel my brand has helped me stand out and I was actually also based at a private gym. So we had a okay. really small foot for clients. It wasn't like a commercial gym that you get yeah. thousands of people. I had to rely on social media to get clients and friends and family. In fact, my first few clients were probably friends and family. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so they didn't pay you anything? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they did, they did pay me, but um, yeah, it was very, it was very tough at the beginning just to get people yeah. to know about me, really. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's not really a portfolio career in fitness, isn't it? Whereas your stuff before as a web designer, yeah. you can create a portfolio and you can you can sort of do favors and stuff like that, can't you? Whereas with fitness, it's not it's not like that. It's a case of. You're gonna to have to trust me that I can uh, that I can help you. Yeah, exactly. And when you have um, when you first start out and you've got nothing to show, um, yeah. it's very difficult um, to can like get people to buy into you. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I, mean, I definitely found it really tough at the beginning. At the beginning, I was literally waking up every single morning, thinking, "Right, okay, um, what can I do to make sure I've got money coming in this week? Yeah. What can I do to yeah. make sure I've got money coming in next week?" And it was very, it was absolutely devastating if a client left during the yeah, early days. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but 
So it sounds like you've had an incredibly productive um, three years then. So you've gone from that literally starting with nothing to now. I mean, I follow you on social media and, and your social media is great. You're really consistent on there. You're really engaging with your audience. But you're now, you've gone from literally starting to nothing to being nominated for a national award. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so do you want to tell us a little bit more about, about that? And how how have you got them from nothing to 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 hear in this nomination um to be honest I think it's just just enjoying what I do because mm-hmm. I think when I train a client my passion sh- shine through and um then people start talking about me and I think it's just word of mouth um yeah I, I'm not really quite sure what else it is I think my branding really help and it's just really going that extra mile with every single client that I work with um, and just offering them a lot and I think all my clients can see that my passion shines through and mm-hmm. around me can see that. Um, so when we, when you say going the extra mile what what exactly do you mean by that then? So when my clients train with me um, they come in for a session um, that's a one-hour session. That's not the only okay. time they'll hear from me. I'm kind of like around. Um, so I have a <laughs> client Facebook group, um, so I get them all involved. At the moment, now that it's locked down, um, we're doing daily challenges. So I set set them a challenge for the day. And um, oh. today was actually to drink two litres of water. Um, and they're all getting involved with it and um on monday i did a mobility monday where i did a live video and um they just followed through for stretches to do um so it's just oh. little things like that the, the yeah. um there's a really nice community feel about this um group and a lot of my clients know one another because before the pandemic we were doing workshops so yeah. i did like cookery workshops we did um, personal styling, um, yoga, um, there's sort of, there's quite like different topics, but I, I did do about three to four workshops a year with my clients just to get them um, together in the room, getting to know other people that's going through the same journey as them. So you've managed to create like a, a group training type community through one-to-one sessions? Yeah. Yeah, That's I mean, awesome. I offer different Brilliant. types of trainers. I, I also do group training. Um, I also do something called hybrid, which is where my clients get a program, but they all okay. see me once a fortnight for coaching. Okay, cool. Fantastic. So lo- loads of options for um, for your clients to, to fit in around them, I suppose, and uh, and various different revenue streams for, uh, for yourself. Yes, um, with the award, I guess I think I've been um, extra productive during lockdown. I think during, okay. during the space of the last, I don't know, seven months, I've done a lot, um, a lot of things, right. and I think it's just kind of like caught, starting to catch people's attention. And um, I've not actually heard about the award until they contacted me directly. Um, but that was okay. I've heard about it. So what what is the what is the award? The award is by a company called Prestige. Um, okay. It's co- called the owned by Corporate Lifewire, but it's I'm been I've been nominated as Personal Trainer of the Year 2020 2021 
for awesome. um, yeah for Central England. Cool. I know. So have you been have you been nominated then for that by one of your clients, or or has it just been that Prestige have picked up on you through your social media channels? Um, to be honest, I'm not actually sure. <laughs> I don't I don't know they just appeared out of the blue um but what they've told me is that um there's three ways to get nominated it can be not been I could have been nominated by one of their um members I could have been nominated mm-hmm. by the general public or sometimes if there's like a category but there's not enough um nominees they actually go out sour internet and find someone to go into that category right okay if you it could be one of those and i've absolutely no idea i wish i knew (laughs) fair enough well you've been nominated for award and that is uh that's pretty fantastic in three years isn't it yes so well done congratulations so you you hear about that that um well you hear about the awards ceremony in the next month you were saying weren't you and so hopefully find out that you've won in um in december yeah yeah that's correct awesome brilliant well uh well good luck um from everybody in the, in the sk postcodes for that thank you so much cool no worries so you were saying that you work out of a private gym i, I take it you have you worked out of the same gym for the for the whole three years no i actually i'm i'm at a different gym now and i've been at this gym probably for about probably about two years now right okay so so where is it where is it you're based what's the gym um give us a bit of insight into that the gym i'm based at now is called macclesfield performance and we're a um strength and conditioning gym and it's just a really lovely building we're based in like an old mill and everyone's really really friendly at the gym cool and is that in the center of macclesfield is it it's it is close to the center. It's um yeah, I would say it's probably about ten minutes from the center of Macclesfield. Okay, so is it? So I, obviously we've just had a conversation before we we hit record, and you told me that you're actually based in Staffordshire. So is it the Staffordshire side of Macclesfield, or is it over towards the Stockport end? Just to so people have got an idea where it is. Maybe if anybody um, wants to get in touch, they'll know how how close it's how close it's going to be how they, how far they've got to travel um in terms of macclesfield Mac- whereabouts in macclesfield i am yeah so is it over to like yeah is it the stockport way on the silk road or is it beyond that towards, it's like, the, very the... close to the silk road so it's um cool. just trying to think how best to describe it it's so you have to from from where you are you have to go through Macclesfield. Yeah yeah you go well you go straight right. down the silk road and we're we're quite close to Rigi Bianchi. Cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's right on our end of our end of uh, Macclesfield, then, yeah. isn't it? Perfect, brilliant. Okay, so um, so we're at Macclesfield Performance. We've been there for the last two or so years. You said that's a strength and conditioning gym. It is. Does yeah. that mean that the majority of your work is strength and conditioning type work? Um, not necessarily. It's it's strength and conditioning gym as in we've got the um training equipment for it but a lot of my clients are um probably fat loss clients 
um, general population clients. I do have some clients that comes to me to get strong. um, But yeah, it's a mixture of clients I have. But the gym itself also has a mixture of clientele from beginners to athletes. Uh-huh. So what's your what's your philosophy then when it comes to training? Um, in terms of training, it's just find the type of training that you enjoy doing. And okay. I tend to, in terms of working with clients, I focus very much on lifestyle rather mm-hmm. than just the training in itself. So I cover nutrition, I cover things like sleep, stress, um, and just helping clients find things that they enjoy doing and that they can fit within their lifestyle so i it's all the controllable variables then isn't it yeah exactly because if a client enjoys training and they enjoy working with me more than likely they'll be able to hit their goals because if you enjoy doing something you you are going to get there whereas if you hate it hate it eventually (laughs) um, the novelty would just fade yeah, you're going to give up, aren't you, if you don't enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So um, so that's that. So you were a web designer beforehand, and you were an employed web designer, were you? You I weren't freelance? No, I was a full-time web designer. Full-time. Right, okay. So how I'm interested then, how did you find the transition from a one career to another career, but also from having that secure job the uh, the regular salary and and all the benefits that come with that to then being totally on your own and, and freelance um the actual transition of the job itself as weird as it sounds is not doesn't feel that different because when i was a i was a web designer but i was also um i did a lot of what you call user experience design which okay. is where I would actually design a website and it would actually, it, I'd work on guiding a consumer to um, where the client wants to get them to. So in terms okay. of okay, um, DIY shop, for example, um, the aim would be to get someone finding the products they're looking for and checking out as quickly as possible, taking someone from A to B in the most efficient and quickest way which is kind of like what I do now in terms of helping my clients with their goal is it's all about that journey the fitness instead of it being a um journey through a website Mm -hmm. almost like a consumer buying journey I'm now working with people on their health um goal that's good so it's so it's very much about um about the relationship then I guess isn't it sort of so before I, I like the analogy beforehand you were working on on yeah the relationship the journey via the online portal whereas now it's the the relationship and the journey one-to-one with you but you're still getting people from a to b aren't you yeah exactly and with design um it's with especially like ux design it's very much focused on consumer psychology human psychology with personal training as well um i like to mm. like work on with clients on a much deeper level so psychology is also a really big part of them part of mm-hmm. it as well um in that because it's not when you train exercising it's not just about exercising there's a lot more involved in it yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. Excellent. So it sounds like you've had a uh, 
a really varied career over the years and um and a really successful one since you uh, set up FlexFit. So fantastic. Thank you. Um so obviously we've established that your main gym is in is in Macclesfield. You so you work within the SK postcodes. Yeah. But um like I said earlier on when we were talking uh before we hit record, you told me that you are from Staffordshire, is that correct? I am, yes. I'm kind okay. of like on the um just past the Cheshire border. So I live okay. in a little village called Bit of Moor, which is kind of like just a little bit past um Bosley. Right, okay, cool. And and is that where you've grown up? Mm, no, I, I was born in Blackburn, but I okay much um I was pretty much um brought up in Biddleth. Oh right, okay. Staffordshire cool. Moorlands. Fair enough. Fantastic. So born in Blackburn, yeah. moved over to Staffordshire Moorlands and now and you've been working in Cheshire. I, I, yeah. so we're, we're well travelled across the northwest. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, brilliant. And so what about because you said you've spent your your entire working career working in, in Cheshire. What's drawn you um to the area? Um well I guess when I was a designer it was to work for like any like the big brands, you, mm-hmm. you can like have to work for like Manchester agencies or like Cheshire based agencies. Um so it was just more for work. I didn't initially start in Cheshire, but as I as my career um as I went through my career I just got further and further away from home more into Cheshire. <laughs> and it's just kind of like just how it happened. So when I um decided to set up on my own I was actually looking at somewhere like Congleton, possibly, but then the first gym I was at actually approached me, and um, right. I thought, well, okay, that's I'll give that a go. And and Maxfield would have been half of the journey I used to do when I was traveling to work when I was a designer. So I decided right, okay. to go. And in all fairness, first thing in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, it only takes me twenty minutes to drive to my gym. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Brilliant. And so, and you would you think about maybe moving over to the area, or are you are you quite happy with the commute? I'm quite happy with the commute. Um, it's just something I've been doing for years, so it yeah. doesn't seem it doesn't feel like a long commute to me. And when I go into Macclesfield, I'd be like there from six until about twelve o'clock. So I spend a good half the day there. Yeah, yeah, cool. Fair enough. Brilliant. Um. So, um, obviously, let's talk more about your business. What would you say in the last three years have been your biggest challenges, Mandy? Um, well, the biggest challenge is probably the lockdown, the first lockdown <laughs> must be the biggest challenge because okay. um, at that point, I was probably, I probably had the most clients I've ever had because obviously as a small business the longer you've been doing it the more clients you have so I'm um, reaching a really good number of clients I think I just before lockdown I had about 24 clients wow um and when lockdown happened leading up to the event it was just really stressful because I was a bit concerned whether it was safe 
to continue to training my clients um, whether mm-hmm. I'm putting them at danger by them coming to the gym um, we were also just cleaning all the time sanitizing everything <laughs> it was just crazy and um, I was also and clients were also like ca- cancelling their sessions left right and center mm-hmm. and I've got to admit there was a part of me that think right okay we're go- about to go into lockdown we're not sure how long this is going to last for I could actually lose everything that I've worked hard for in the last three years overnight. And um, so I think that was like the biggest challenge, just not really knowing what to do. Um, okay. And then, yeah. you, so you've said that you've been incredibly productive during lockdown. So for the last, um, what is it, about seven months. So what have you done then to overcome that challenge and, and bring yourself out the other side? Well, um, my clients, I didn't actually lose all my clients, probably um, through the duration of lockdown. Um, I think I came out of lockdown with 12 of my clients still training with me. So a lot of my clients were happy to move online. So we were training Mm -hmm. them. I was training them on Zoom first. That was the thing. Um, first time I've ever done any remote type of test training mm-hmm. and one of the things I've always wanted to do was to set up a online training business um, and I guess I always kind of thought one day I'll do it maybe in five years time um, but mm-hmm. lockdown kind of like forced me into it so I was doing training clients remotely but I was I also set up some online challenges where I can train clients in a group um so it's not so much like the bespoke one-to-one service that my personal training clients get yeah. um i've also kind of like put myself out there so i've done like interviews i've done um bearing in mind i'm the type of person if you asked me to appear on this podcast um a year ago I would have probably said no because I'm I'm not comfortable in front of a camera. I yeah. hate hearing the sound of my, my own voice. <laughs> What's going on at Facebook? You never live. get used to that, Monday. Yeah. You never get used to it. <laughs> the thought of going on a Facebook Live just terrifies me. Um, so I've really just put, put myself out of my comfort zone and just kind of like done everything. Um, so I've been like appearing on doing Facebook Lives. I've been up appearing on interviews and just really put cool. myself out there and showed yeah, it. So you, I think you told me you've been you told me you've been in the press a couple of times, is that right? I have, yes. I um I was featured in Macclesfield Express. Um that Excellent. was quite recently. When was that? Um I think that was just when just when Jim started reopening in July. Fantastic. And I've also been um on the cover of a magazine, a industry magazine. Oh, awesome. Brilliant. Excellent. So you've really put yourself out there and you've had to chase for that kind of uh, exposure, presumably, have you? The magazine, actually, the magazine cover actually asked asked me because um, it's a magazine that goes out to personal trainers around the UK, around okay. Europe, and they actually approached me and asked, oh, do you fancy um, being interviewed and um, would you like to be on our magazine? And I was like, Okay, yes. Um, (laughs) I had to submit my story to them. Awesome. And you were involved in the um, the SheCam 365 as well, is that right? I was, yes. Yeah, so what's that? I know I've had a couple of uh, interviews where guests have been involved in that, but what what was that and and how has that helped? 
Um, so that's basically, um, I think it launched on International Women's Day and it's 365 business women telling their stories in 365 words. So it's just like a really nice oh, wow. four yeah. stories. Um, it's, it's just great to be in a book and that's that was my first book. Mm-hmm. So that it was a book that was was for sale, was it? It to, was yeah. to business business women. Yeah, it's, and has that it's, has that created much exposure for you? Do you think? Have you is it? Have you seen any benefits from doing things like this? Um, I'm not sure whether it's created any exposure, but um, it's nice to be able to. If you go onto my website or my Facebook page, it is mm-hmm. nice to be able to kind like say that I've been featured in this newspaper or this magazine. Yeah, I suppose it adds an uh, an additional element of trust, doesn't it, to yeah, say you've been yeah. featured on this. Yeah, fantastic, brilliant. And then what about successes, um, Mandy? What, what would you say your biggest success has been? My biggest success is probably, um, probably the award, actually, because... I just feel like I've been working so hard the last three years. And just before mm-hmm. the pandemic, I was thinking, oh, all this work, nothing ever. You ne- never get and get to see anything from it. But it, yeah. it's, um, everything's just kind of like, it's almost like nurturing plants. Everything's just kind of like shot up um, in the last few months. So it's just really nice to be able to see the reward for all the hard work I've put into my business. And it's ta- it has taken three years to yeah. start seeing seeing things it's, it's really impressive that you've managed to you've you've achieved the nomination for the award and the the magazine cover as well by being approached so you clearly put yourself out there um and and been seen to be doing a good job because people are approaching you to uh to appear in um in their publications and and to to reward you for uh, for the hard work that you're doing so that's that's Excellent, well done. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it still surprised me um, when people, I mean, even when I bump into someone and um, like in a supermarket and they say, oh, you're Mandy from Flexfit. And it's like, oh, yeah, I am. Where <laughs> how, how how, how do I know this person from? It's like, how do you know me? And then sometimes I'll be speaking to my friend and they said, oh, yeah, so-and-so. Um, I was chatting to so-and-so about you and they know, they know you. And I said, like, oh, really? I, I don't know this person. But it's nice that my, yeah. my name is kind of like starting to get out there and people are becoming a bit more aware of my brand. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, and so um, you you obviously said that you've you, you've put a lot of work in into COVID um, and, and the lockdown, the lockdown era. What would you say the biggest lesson that you've learned um, throughout that this last year has been? And um, the biggest lesson that I've learned is probably um, not to give up, just even when things look very dark and um, it looks like there's no way out. Just don't give up. Just keep showing up every single day, even if you think no one's watching, no one's listening. Um, just keep showing up. And if you if you can be consistent, then people will start to notice. Fantastic. And would you would you change anything that you've done over over the last year or even the last three years? Um. N- Probably not. Um, I just wish that what I'm 
been doing in the last seven months hasn't been um because it's just been it just feels like I've been on a roller coaster um <laughs> I just wished I started doing things a little bit earlier like started putting myself out there more at the beginning and yeah. um, rather than being so scared um to kind of like speak out or to appear on videos um yeah I just kind of like wish that I had more confidence at the start and it's not taken so long but I think sometimes um I'm the type of person I get comfortable and I like being comfortable and sometimes yeah. it takes a bit of a crisis just like the um law legal issue with the yeah. developers I need sometimes I need a crisis to happen for me to um shine I'm almost like a ball I need to hit the ground really hard to bounce back high okay fantastic great analogy that's brilliant um awesome and then I suppose following on from that um I what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you sort of two questions relating to I always ask for advice and tips um from our service-based guests so first thing what advice would you give to anyone who was looking to change career um, of the way that you've done? Um, That's a bit of a curveball for you, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've obviously achieved a lot of success, so I thought you'd be a good person to ask that question to. Yeah, um, I think it's just just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Because for me... I left my job because I knew that if it didn't work out, I could go back into design. Um, it might not be with the same agency, but I'd, I'd be able to get back into design. And if I can't, I'd be able to get a job in a bar or um, in a supermarket. Yeah, um, a bit of a what's the worst that can happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes when you've been through a lot in life, um, change didn't didn't really scare me cool fantastic brilliant yeah i don't think there's any need for change to scare people really i can understand why people are scared from it but um yeah i think think it's also something that's well worth embracing isn't it it is yes cool and then um so i suppose again following on from that what um what advice or maybe what would your what would your top exercises be um for anybody who's uh who's interested in, in maybe just starting out at training? Um, top exercise would probably be squat. Squats is probably one of my favourite exercise. And probably one of the exercises that you most commonly see um, done incorrectly. And mm-hmm. it's it's one of my favourite because it's a compound exercise. It works so many muscles in the body. And also if you can if you have a strong glute and strong leg it really helps support lower back um and it it helps you strengthen your core as well so it's just one exercise that's kind of like can help with a lot of things posture and a lot cool so I'm i'm sure most listeners know what a squat is but for those that don't it's feet shoulder width apart pull bend your knees bring your bum backwards as if you're going to sit on a seat that's not behind you and then stand up again yeah exactly right so when you say that it's one of the most common exercises that people get wrong, what what mistakes um, do you tend to look for and how do you go about correcting them? Um, so a lot of people, when they're performing a squat, 
they tend to lean too far forward mm-hmm. and um, they end up feeling it a lot more in their thighs whereas um, the squat is kind of like a glute exercise. I mean, you are going to put your um, quad muscles, but um, you need to kind of like sit back into it and actually um, feel your weight, your body weight onto your heels. Whereas their weight on their toes. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, So squats, 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 and a few more squats. I would, uh, I tend to agree with you. If I'm honest, Mandy, I love a squat myself, yeah. and it's uh, it's one of my go-to squats and deadlifts. I think for me, yeah, because you can do them. Like, obviously, with deadlift, you need a little bit of a weight, but squats, you can do them body weight and all sorts of putting your feet in all sorts of funny places to to uh, create a different, slightly different muscle uh, yeah. contraction, can't you? Awesome, fantastic. Um, so um, finally, then, Mandy. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about SK. Um, what obviously appreciate that you've you've worked in SK but don't live here. But what do you what 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 do you like about the area? Is there anything that you that really draws you to the area? Um, I just love like all the little towns that you get. Like every single town is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, like Wilmslow, Audley Edge, even Macclesfield, Poynton. Um, they're all very different with their own like little unique shops, um, and really like the. I've since I've become self-employed, I've got to know so many other business owners around mm-hmm. the SK postcode as well, and it's just a really great community um, of like businessmen and women that just want to support one another in their local areas and it's just yeah it's just a really fantastic place to work yeah no I absolutely agree with you and if I'm honest with you I was totally surprised that you didn't live in the live in Stockport or or in Macclesfield because I see your name everywhere oh really (laughs) yeah and I know we've got a lot of mutual connections and I know you know a lot of the the local business owners that we've had on the podcast and and the ones that I network with. So because I know, you know, so many people in South, but I was amazed that you were, you, yeah. you didn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Well, that um, brings the interview to a close Monday. It's been really, really interesting talking to you and um, some good insight into, into quite a new business owner and the successes that have come with that. That's been awesome. Um, I'm obviously going to put all your details on our website, which is thescoop.co.uk. Um, so we'll stick all your links, your website, your Facebook, your Instagram on there. But do you want to just um, tell the audience where they can find you if they want to go and have a search quickly now? Yeah, of course. Um, so my website is flexfitpt.co.uk. I'm also mm-hmm. on Facebook, which is my Facebook handle is flexfitpt. And on Instagram, um, that was actually taken on Instagram. So I'm flexfit underscore PT on Instagram. Cool. Fantastic. Brilliant. So people can find you pretty easily. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Mandy. Like I say, it's been great talking to you and um, I look forward to finding out whether you were, uh, well, when you won that award. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And thank you for having me on. You've been listening to The Scoop with me, Andy McAnally. Please subscribe to our podcast and make sure to listen to next week's show. If you'd like to share your story about your rise to independence, 
please email guest at thescoop.co.uk or you can find us on Facebook by searching The Scoop. Remember, The Scoop is spelt S-K-O-O-P. Finally, I really hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, it would be great if you could leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform or share with your network to help others find us and enjoy our podcast too.